Russia is losing a war against hackers stealing huge amounts of data. The Intercept. The 22nd of April 2022. Russia is known for its army of hackers, but since the start of its invasion of Ukraine, dozens of Russian organizations, including government agencies, oil and gas companies, and financial institutions, have been hacked, with terabytes of stolen data leaked onto the Internet. Distributed Denial of Secrets, the transparency collective that's best known for its 2020 release of 270 gigabytes of U.S. law enforcement data in the midst of racial justice protests following the murder of George Floyd, has become the de facto home of the hacked datasets from Russia. The datasets are submitted to DDoS secrets mostly by anonymous hackers, and those datasets are then made available to the public on the collective's website and distributed using BitTorrent. I am an advisor to DDoS secrets. The flood of Russian data has meant a lot of sleepless nights, and it's truly overwhelming, Emma Best, co-founder of DDoS Secrets, told The Intercept via an encrypted messaging app. In its first 10 years, WikiLeaks claimed to publish 10 million documents. In the less than two months since the invasion began, we've published over 6 million Russian documents, and it absolutely feels like it. After receiving a dataset, DDoS Secrets organizes and compresses the data, it then starts distributing the data using BitTorrent for public consumption, publicizes it, and helps journalists at a wide range of newsrooms access and report on it. DDoS Secrets has published about 30 hacked datasets from Russia since its invasion of Ukraine began in late February. The vast majority of sources who provided the hacked Russian data appear to be anonymous individuals, many self-identifying as part of the anonymous hacktivist movement. Some sources provide email addresses or other contact information as part of the dumped data, and some, like Network Battalion 65, have their own social media presence. JSC Bank PSCB, you are now controlled by Network Battalion 65. We're very thankful that you store so many credentials in Chrome. Well done. It's obvious that incident response has started. Good luck getting your data back without us. Tell your government to GTFO of hashtag Ukraine pick.twitter.com slash one Hayek new 99 nb 65 at xxnb 65 April 18, 2022 Still, with so many datasets submitted by anonymous hackers, it's impossible to be certain about their motives or if they're even truly hacktivists. For instance, in 2016 hackers compromised the network of the Democratic National Committee and leaked stolen emails to WikiLeaks in an attempt to hurt Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. Guccifer 2.0, the hacker persona responsible, claimed to be a lone actor but was later revealed to be an invention of the GRU, Russia's military intelligence agency. For this reason, the recent Russian datasets published by D. Do Secrets include a disclaimer, this dataset was released in the build-up to, in the midst of, or in the aftermath of a cyber war or hybrid war. Therefore, there is an increased chance of malware, ulterior motives and altered or implanted data, or false flags, fake personas. As a result, we encourage readers, researchers and journalists to take additional care with the data. Hacks begin in February. On February 26, two days after Russia's invasion started, DDoS Secrets published 200 gigabytes of emails from the Belarus weapons manufacturer Tetraeder, submitted by the hacktivist persona Anonymous Liberland and the Pone Bar hack team. Belarus is a close ally to Russia in its war against Ukraine. A message published with the dataset announced, hashtag op cyber bully Putin. The contents of this leak do appear to be legitimate, emails from the inboxes of employees at the Belarusian weapons manufacturer Tetraeder. Have seen missile testing footage, PDF schematics for weapons systems, and detailed brochures for armored vehicles.
https colon slash slash t dot co slash wingta nine ilfi michael thalen at michael thalen february 26 2022 on february 25th the notorious russian ransomware gang known as county publicly expressed its support for russia's war and two days later on february 27th an anonymous ukrainian security researcher who had hacked county's internal infrastructure leaked two years of county chat logs along with training documentation hacking tools and source code from the criminal hackers i cannot shoot anything but i can fight with a keyboard and mouse the anonymous researcher told cnn on march 30th before he safely slipped out of ukraine in early March, D. Do Secrets published 817 gigabytes of hacked data from Roskomnadzor, the Russian federal agency responsible for monitoring, controlling, and censoring Russian mass media. This data specifically came from the regional branch of the agency in the Republic of Bashkortostan. The Intercept made this dataset searchable and shared access with independent Russian journalists from Medusa who reported that Roskomnadzor had been monitoring the internet for antimilitarism since at least 2020. In early March, Roskomnadzor began censoring access to Medusa from inside Russia, due to systematic spread of fakes about the special operation in Ukraine, a spokesperson for the agency told the Russian news site RIA Novosti. The hacks continued. In mid-March, DDU Secrets published 79 gigabytes of emails from the Omega Company, the research and development wing of the world's largest oil pipeline company, Transneft, which is state-controlled in Russia. In the second half of March, hacktivism against Russia began to heat up. DDU Secrets published an additional five datasets. 5.9 gigabytes of emails from Thazis Corp., a Russian investment firm owned by billionaire oligarch Zakhar Smushkin. 110 gigabytes of emails from Mash Oil, a Russian firm that designs and manufactures equipment for the drilling, mining, and fracking industries. 22.5 gigabytes of data allegedly from the Central Bank of Russia. The source for this data is the persona the Black Rabbit World on Twitter. 2.5 gigabytes of emails from Rostproekt, a Russian construction firm. The source for this data is the persona at DePay Porter on Twitter. 15.3 gigabytes of data from Rosatom State Nuclear Energy Corp., Russia's state-run company that specializes in nuclear energy and makes up 20% of the country's domestic electricity production. It's also one of the world's largest exporters of nuclear technology products. The source for this data included an email address hosted at the free encrypted email provider ProtonMail. On the last day of March, the Transparency Collective also published 51.9 gigabytes of emails from the Marathon Group, an investment firm owned by sanctioned Russian oligarch Alexander Vinokurov. April is cruel to Orthodox Church. On the first day of April, DDU Secrets published 15 gigabytes of emails from the charity wing of the Russian Orthodox Church. Because the emails might include sensitive and private information from individuals, DDU Secrets isn't distributing this data to the public. Instead, journalists and researchers can contact DDU Secrets to request a copy of it. On April 3, DDU Secrets published 483 gigabytes of emails and documents from Mozexpertiza, a state-owned corporation that provides expert services to the business community in Russia. On April 4, DDU Secrets published 786 gigabytes of documents and emails from the All-Russia State Television and Radio Broadcasting Company, referred to with the English acronym BGTRK. BGTRK is Russia's state-owned broadcaster, it operates dozens of television and radio stations across Russia, including regional, national, and international stations in several languages. 
Former employees of BGTRK told the digital publication Kolta.ru that the Kremlin frequently dictated how the news should be covered. Network Battalion 65 is the source for both the BGTRK and Mozexperdiza hacks. Russia's legal sector also got hacked. On April 8, D. Do Secrets published 65 gigabytes of emails from the law firm Capital Legal Services. The Persona WH1T3-4D0W submitted the data to the Transparency Collective. In the following days, D. Do Secrets published three more datasets. By April 11, D. Do Secrets had published another three datasets. 446 gigabytes of emails from the Ministry of Culture of the Russian Federation. This government agency is responsible for state policy regarding art, film, copyright, cultural heritage, and in some cases censorship. 150 gigabytes of emails from the city administration of Blagoveshensk. This is in the same region of Russia that the Roskomnadzor dataset was hacked from. 116 gigabytes of emails from the governor's office of Tver Oblast, a region of Russia northwest of Moscow. In mid-April, D. Do Secrets published several datasets from the oil and gas industries. 440 gigabytes of emails from Technotech, a group of companies that develops chemical reagents for and provides services to oil and gas companies. 728 gigabytes of emails from Gazprom Lind Engineering, a firm that designs gas and petrochemical processing facilities and oil refineries. This company was a joint venture between the state-owned Russian gas company Gazprom, the largest corporation in Russia, and the German company Lind. In late March, in response to economic sanctions against Russia, Lind announced that it was suspending its Russian business ventures. 222 gigabytes of data from Gazregion, a construction company that specializes in building gas pipelines and facilities. Three different sources, Network Battalion 65, at Depay Porter, and another anonymous hacker, hacked this company at roughly the same time and submitted data to D. Do Secrets, which published all three overlapping datasets to provide as complete a picture as possible, and to provide an opportunity for comparison and cross-checking. On April 16, D. Do Secrets published two more datasets. Just during the last week, D. Do Secrets published these datasets. 107 gigabytes of emails from Neocom Geoservice, an engineering company that focuses on oil, gas, and drilling. 1.2 gigabytes of data from the Belarusian firm Synesis, which develops surveillance systems. 9.5 gigabytes of emails from the General Department of Troops and Civil Construction, a construction company owned by the Russian Ministry of Defense. This was hacked by a Depay Porter. 160 gigabytes of emails from TenderTech, a firm that processes financial and banking documents on behalf of businesses. 130 gigabytes of emails from Worldwide Invest, a Russian investment firm. 432 gigabytes of emails from the Russian property management firm Sawatsky. Its clients include major brands like Google, Microsoft, Samsung, and Johnson & Johnson. 221 gigabytes of emails from Accent Capital, a Russian commercial real estate investment firm. Earlier today, DDoS Secrets published 342 gigabytes of emails from Enerpred, the largest producer of hydraulic tools in Russia that works in the energy, petrochemical, coal, gas and construction industries. Researching the hacked data Despite the massive scale of these Russian data leaks, very few journalists have reported on them so far. 
Since the war began, Russia has severely clamped down on its domestic media, introducing penalties of years in prison for journalists who use the wrong words when describing the war in Ukraine, like calling it a war instead of a special military operation. Russia has also ramped up its censorship efforts, blocking Twitter and Facebook and censoring access to international news sites, leaving the Russian public largely in the dark when it comes to views that aren't sanctioned by the state. One of the barriers for non-Russian news organizations is language, the hacked data is principally in Russian. Additionally, hacked datasets always come with considerable technical challenges. The Intercept, which was founded in part to report on the archive of National Security Agency documents leaked by Edward Snowden, has been using our technical resources to build out tools to make these Russian datasets searchable and then sharing access to these tools with other journalists. Russian-speaking journalists from Medusa, which is forced to operate in Latvia to avoid the Kremlin's reach, have already published a story based on one of the datasets indexed by The Intercept. It's going to take years for journalists, researchers and the general public to go through all the Russian data that's being leaked in response to the invasion of Ukraine, Emma Best. At N at SecGeek, March 25, 2022.